so good, I can't get enough. Fully Charged with Ed and Valerie. On Spin Southwest. Well, good morning on Fully Charged. It's great to have sports commentator and national treasure. I might as well add that to it now, Marty. Welcome to Fully Charged. Valerie, I love you already. That's a great introduction. And I'm glad you were able to read my writing. It was hard over the, the Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> was that? I see the notes down the end there of what to call you, so I made sure I did. Marty, how are you getting on? You've a lovely set up your home in a lovely shed in County Clare. I am indeed, Valerie. I'm here at home. Um, my shed is become uh, rather well known in, in uh, well, I suppose last week and probably over the next couple of weeks. But is, um, do you know what? It's a new challenge uh, and it's something a little bit different. And usually uh, it's just a desk and a laptop. Uh, and it means I can get away from my mother for a little while and uh, when I am at home and if I'm doing research on the teams I can talk you know to whoever John Kiley or Kieran Kingston whatever, whoever it is and you could do it here in a bit of peace and quiet so I love it. How are you, how are you getting that isolation Marty? Are you kind of are you making the most? Are you enjoying it? Well, I, I think isolation might be pushing it, Ed, uh, because um, I am now, Valerie's going to love this. I am now an essential service. Ooh. 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 Explain it more there. Go on. Go on. Tell us, tell us more. No, it means, it means that uh, for work purposes that I can actually go to work. Uh, so I've been, I've been doing a good bit of work as the, for the correspondency for the news. Because every time you think the GA is coming to an end, there's another chapter to be written or another story to do. So I'm varying, as it happens, mainly around Clare, Limerick, Cork, and occasionally I've had to go to Dublin um, to just do my job. And I've no problem with that. So it, it's, I, it wouldn't be fair to say, Ed, that I've been in isolation. How That's are you fair. feeling without sport, Marty? It can be quite an emotional time. A lot of people, a lot of players are out now. They feel like they've lost a bit of their identity. I mean, I'm in sport just as much as you are, and I feel like I've lost a part of myself over the last few weeks. You must feel terribly missing it. Like, Yeah. I, do you know, Val, it's only now it's hitting me, if I was to be honest, because based on what I just said, I've been, in the sense, I've been busy doing the TA correspondency for the newsroom. Uh, but now... I did a piece the other day um, in Cullamore. Uh, I went up to Michael Dyke, and this is for the 6 o'clock and 9 o'clock news. And it was basically as a reaction to John Horne's interview with Des Cahill in the Sunday game. They basically said that we know GA, but social distancing is, is part of our lives. And after I did that, it was only on my way back home from Tullamore to Clare. I said, you know what? I won't. There will be no matches for May. June, July, August, September. And it, it didn't bother me up to now because I've been busy. Last week, last Sunday week, I'd have been in New York for Galway, New York, started the championship for me, doing it on Radio 1. Um, and last Sunday, I didn't know where I'd have been last Sunday, to be honest, which I didn't know. But like, I agree with you, Valerie. It's going to be a huge loss. But it's only now it's dawning on me, if I was to be honest. Um, because there was always a hope. But I think that hope has disappeared. And I have to say, I think it's the right call. As much yeah. and all as I would like to be out in the fields and doing my bit, meeting you, having the crack, uh, and covering the games, it is the right call. Yeah, look, it, it probably is the right call, Marty, but even for yourself, you know, you commentate in the games, you probably couldn't imagine yourself above on level seven on All-Ireland final day with no atmosphere around you commentating, with no one in the stands. No, 
And look, we've been very lucky, Valerie, the two of us, doing what we do. Our passion for sport has allowed us to get jobs whereby we are in Crook Park or we are in Parky Creek or wherever we are. And it's, it's just kind of, we took it for granted almost, I think. Um, I always thought it was a privilege, but I also thought this was normal. And now that normality, we have a new normal and it's going to be very different. I don't know when we're going to get back. But I can tell you one thing, when, it, when we do get back, by just will I be embracing it? <laughs> well, Marty, you know what? You're making, you're making the most of the moments, to be fair to you, even though, you know, uh, the GA and the sport is kind of taking a back seat for now because it has to. You are kept busy. We see you're in your shed at the moment. You have uh, an online series, Marty in the Shed. Um, it's airing at the moment on the RT Player. Um, I had a quick sneaky look at it. I didn't watch it all, but uh, you had some great cracking first guests on the first episode. Thank you, Ed. Thank you very much. Um, I had, I was, like, this came about by accident, Ed. I would love to think it was a great design I had. I hadn't. Uh, Jackie Hurley, uh, a colleague of mine from Cork, uh, rang me to say, we need you to do something in the six o'clock news. And I said, Jackie, hello. I'm in West Clare. The wide Atlantic Wales, the road is out there. Uh, what am I going to do? And she says, will you do it on your phone? So I knew because I had my laptop out here, uh, which was just a simple desk, I said, well, I'll try it. So I tried it. I got on the air, uh, but it was crap, to be honest with you. It was real. It was like you, were, you could have been out in Tokyo or someplace, not West Clare. And people, I, I, I watched TV that night. Then I put on my phone, and then I got loads of things. Are you in the same shed as Claire Byrne? <laughs> oh, well, that's very nice for anybody to think of that. <laughs> So I said no, unfortunately. Uh, but it kind of gave me the idea, I wonder could I do something? Could I do something to help? Uh, and I came up with the idea of doing something on Instagram, which was kind of alive. I, I rang Declan McBennett, my boss, who said, go for it. So I rang Aoife Byrne in the RT player, and she loved the idea. And without boring you to tears, four or five weeks later, they came back and said, will you do four programs from your shed? Mm-hmm. But then I had a problem made. How in the name of God am I going to do more programs in the <laughs> It's grand to waffle up to a certain point. And then, you know, the challenge was back to me. So I, we started, and Matt, a personal great friend of mine, uh, is a technical wizard. He lives not too far away. And um, we started. And it was very funny. I'll just tell you this very briefly, because I've been lucky through work to make people and make friends with people like Valerie and other journalists. But I also, because I dip my toe elsewhere, I made friends in different areas of life. But one person I had never met was Chris O'Dell. And I admired him in the IT and in Bridesmaids. And I said, this is lad is former Roscommon footballer. And the conversation started on Twitter about he being a Roscommon man and about Roscommon and Liverpool will be given the championships, right? So I got involved, as, as you would. And then it dawned on me, I wonder would he join me in the shed? So I asked him to know would he follow me. I sent an invite, thinking this man is way too busy to be dealing with some plonker in West Clare in a shed. But lo and behold, Chris O'Dowd said, I'd love to be in your shed. So he was. You slid into his DMs, Marty. Huh? You slid into his DMs. That's how you got I Chris did. O'Dowd. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I sent you a DM all the time, but you never answer me, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> That's because she blocked you. Has she blocked you? Huh? Don't you block me. I'm amazed she's talking to me now. 
<laughs> not yet, Marty, not yet. So you have that in the player. Marty in the shed, anyone can watch there. But you've also something else with Bernard O'Shea. You're back on the road again. I mean, you're a busy man for someone that has no sport. <laughs> this is an excellent, Valerie, because like everything else in my life, basically, uh, we did a program last year. And thankfully, it was uh, reasonably well received and people seemed to like it. So we were asked to know would we do it again. And we had a chat and we both wanted to do something with the community. Uh, so we're doing three programs. Uh, one is on the RNLI in Karush, 12 miles down the road from me here. And the other one was in Duro, the fire brigade, um, with the, where Bernard's from. And the first program is with the Ballybock Ga for Maz. Or, the, or in other words, the Ballybock GA for mothers and others. Okay, very fun thing. <laughs> These ladies are just fantastic, Valerie. You will love them. Um, when is your show going out? When is this going out? This will be out tomorrow morning. So it's tonight will be your... Tonight, so, Wednesday the 13th, uh, is the first show for Marty and Bernard. Correct. So at a meeting... Uh, sorry, I go back to August. Sorry, very briefly. We're back to August. You know, you know this only too well. Being a sports, top sports journalist. <laughs> Last August, the Ladies Football Association got Pro Park for the day. Do you remember? It was All-Ireland semi-final day. They always get in September. So we were looking for guests, and somebody said the Ballybuck guys from Az would be great fun. So they come on the Marty squad at 6 o'clock for five minutes. 20 minutes later, we were still talking and having back. They're just brilliant. And I said at a meeting that we should really do the Ballybuck guys from Az. So they're on the first program with myself and Bernard tonight. Brilliant, 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 brilliant. It's great. We look forward to seeing that. Can't wait. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, hopefully you guys like it because, look, we've all been minding our loved ones at the moment and trying to duck and dive this virus. And obviously some of, some of our people have lost their loved ones and it's been very difficult. But I also think, I suppose, we, at this stage, we just need something maybe to smile at or have a little laugh. Just a break for an hour. So that's hopefully what this program will do for people tonight. Uh, Marty, I have to ask you, you know, your catchphrase or everybody associates you with a Marty party. Where did that come from? Not from me. Really? Yeah, it was, it was Oliver Callan, who's the guest, one of my good friends now. Right. Mario Rosenstock. They basically, they basically started taking the piss of me in, in their programs, <laughs> mimicking me. So instead of... <laughs> Marty Morrissey, RT News, Crow Park, it became Marty, this is Marty, outside Crow Park, and I love to party. <laughs> and it became pink shirt, bright white teeth, <laughs> and I said, well, either I resent this or I go with it. Yeah. You know what? I thought it was a great compliment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't quite like the image. I thought they could make me look like George Clooney or Tom Cruise, now, but they didn't. But I thought, look, was not a compliment even be noticed? And then two years ago, I started doing Dancing with the Stars, and uh, the group, the 11 of us, were the contestants started a WhatsApp group. And that blonde bombshell from uh, Milford in Cork, uh, Annie Geary, put the Marty Party app up. And they became, we're having, that became even more common thanks to Anna Geary. So um, it was fun. Brilliant. Well, we're speaking of a Marty party. We only want one more dance off, you know, it's a bit of crack, right? What? We want to have a bit of fun with you now. It's called the Marty party. What is the Marty party? So we're going to ask you, what would you have at your party? 
the first thing would be food. What kind of food would you have at the March party? Would you have something like soup max or would you have a full five course meal? Super max. I'm, I'm a very classy guy, Valerie. You don't believe me. <laughs> uh, music wise, Marty, what are we going for? Are we going for a band or are we going for a DJ? Oh, we'd have to go for a band. Since I know, <coughs> since I know Nikki Byrne, I would have to be Westlife, would have to come to the party. Bit of Very uptown fancy. girl. We're not dealing with Mock here, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Marty, the dream guest, dream guest for you, if you're going to be anybody in the world at this party. Uh, Ed from Mallow. Uh, Valerie from West Limerick, is it? Oh, oh my God, I'm North Cork. North Cork. And I, I, I wouldn't say no to Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> that sounds like a great party, to be fair. Yeah, the four of us to get on great. We would. So here's, the deal. here's the deal, Ed. You what? talk to Valerie and I'll talk to Jennifer. <laughs> okay, I'm sick of talking to Valerie. <laughs> Marty, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for, uh, you know, for entertaining us. And especially in these difficult uh, times, you know, as you said earlier, it's nice to have a bit of a smile, I think, during this current pandemic. Thank you so much. Nice to be on your program and continued success to, to both. Thank you, Marty. Particularly to Valerie from North Cork. Yes. Woo! So good, I can't get enough. No. Fully charged with Ed and Valerie. On Spin Southwest. Spin Southwest. Southwest. Southwest.